It's trash day, I'm putting you out, it's trash day. Putting you out, it's trash day. Putting you out of my mind. It's trash day, I'm putting you out, it's trash day. I'm putting you out, trash day, I'm putting you out of my mind. Now I'm gonna clean up, now I'm gonna clean up, now I'm gonna clean up the house. Taking all your garbage, taking all your garbage, taking all your garbage. <clears throat> it starts with some beer, so you shouldn't have fear. Two garbage guys with facts, but they both still have tact. It's that time at last for the best damn podcast. It's Can Crusher Day. Woo, 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 you know it is time for another episode of Can Crusher Spotlight. And this week we sit down with one of the rising stars of OVW, one of the upstarts, one of the young bucks, one of, not one of those young bucks, whoa, I gotta watch what I'm saying, but one of the fastest rising stars in OVW, KTD. Uh, we sit down and we talk about the Combine, the Fort Knox show, what's going on with him, uh, how the Combine has changed him. It, it's just a great interview, and he is somebody that we know we are going to have back on the show, uh, maybe sooner than later, because there's so much with with his training and it's with what's going on. Like, KTD is one that I can call right now. Hey, what's going on, buddy? Come on the show. And boom, he's going to be right there. There's so much to this story. And we clicked pretty big when we were down in Kentucky. So uh, here comes KTD's interview with me uh, following our great sponsor, Collar and Elbow. Wrestling. A love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand, the wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. And welcome back to Can Crushers. Guys, I'm really excited, really excited to have this next guest on, a rising star in OVW. I'll give you my comparison in a minute, but this guy is KTD. KTD, welcome to Can Crushers. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's good to be on the show today. Yeah, as we said off air, we'll, we'll talk about this real quick. Uh, this has been set up for a couple weeks, but between rain and flooding up in my neck of the woods and just craziness down in OVW, uh, we had to shift you around. Yeah, you know, honestly, uh, it, I, I don't mind. You know, it's been it's been a very busy couple of weeks, really. You know, between the Fort Knox show and then we were just in Campbellsville yesterday, and then we have our Saturday night special coming up so it's been it's been very busy 
Yeah, you guys really have been uh, breaking down the walls, really, in Kentucky. But before we get there, let's get the story of KTD. Um, who introduced wrestling to the little KTD? Uh, my brothers. My big brothers introduced me to wrestling. I remember when I was a kid and we would all sit on either in the living room or on my mom's bed in the bedroom watching uh watching WWF when it was when it was WWF and uh watching WCW a little bit here and there it was uh it was awesome very fond memories of that did you did you get to watch anything else uh like mid south or is that uh before your time that's actually a little bit before my time i i really only watch a lot of the mainstream things um I didn't get to watch the, uh, not WCW. I didn't get to watch ECW. That was too much for me. Uh, my brothers hadn't introduced me to ECW because of, uh, because of, well, because uh, it's Extreme Championship Wrestling. You know, wasn't suitable for a little kid. Yeah, little KTD should not have been watching ECW back in the day. That's for sure. <laughs> So, uh, where did you trickle more towards uh, WWF or WCW? Like, who are some of your favorites? I trickled more towards WWF as a kid. Uh, it was it was just you know it was what we always watched. Uh, my favorites really growing up were the Hardy Boys. All uh, like like no doubt were the Hardy Boys, uh, Chris Jericho, and The Rock. Those were those were my top four. Uh, that I just absolutely fell in love with growing up, and as an adult, you know, when I when I started to get more of a broader view of of professional wrestling, you know, I I really idolize I really idolize guys like uh, DDP, uh, Bret Hart, uh, Shawn Michaels, uh, Triple H. You know, I idolize all of them because they paved the way. But those are those are three or four of them that definitely stand out to me now. All of them that you named, too, are wonderful on the mic. I mean, there, there wasn't one that you said, eh, maybe. But, I mean, the Hardys were probably the weakest, and they're not weak at all, compared to, you know, anybody else. So is there a mic skills thing there that you like? That Was it the storytelling that they did on the mic? For me, it wasn't even about the mic skills. Uh, for the Hardy Boys, they just had a lot of heart you know, with their matches and seeing them, seeing Jeff Hardy be able to jump off a 20 foot ladder and either hit or miss and then get back up and show back up the next week. It just, it was just something I absolutely fell in love with. Um, Matt Hardy is another one, you know, they, they definitely put their bodies on the line. They left it all out there. And especially Lita, she was, I believe Lita was my first celebrity crush. (laughs) (laughs) Not a bad one. Not a bad celebrity crush. (laughs) I think you were in line with probably millions and millions of others. <laughs> Tell me about it. So what made you, besides the Hardys, because I already know where this answer is going, but it's on my sheet of paper, so I'm going to ask it. What made you get into wrestling? Was there was your brother saying, dude, you got, you would be great at this, or was it you just really wanted to be a Hardy? Or, you know, where, where were you? Uh, who made you go into wrestling? There was really no one person that made me go into wrestling. Um, I won't say anybody thought it was a pipe dream, you know, because it's wrestling. You know, people are always going to be like, well, you know, why would you why would you want to wrestle, things like that. But for me, it was just kind of, you know, it was just kind of 
instilled in me growing up watching it. It's just something I've always wanted to do. It's like the average kid. Well, I won't say average, but it's just like anybody that, that grows up watching basketball or baseball or football or hockey, and they want to do it when they get older and they do do it. And, you know, a lot of them make a good career out of it. That's the same with me when it comes to wrestling, you know, there's really nothing else to that. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are things that I wanted to do growing up, but all in all, when it comes to sports and athleticism, being an athlete, you know, wrestling is the thing that I wanted to do and and being in the ring and laying it all out there like everybody else. (laughs) Yeah, it really is a uh, in your blood. You know, once you get in this business, you're in this business, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's it's one of those things where it's once you actually get into it and you start to learn about it and see how everything works, you start to fall in love with it more, and you really can't picture yourself without it in in some form or fashion. It's just. You 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 always you feel like it always has to be a part of you, and you always have to be involved in it, one way or another. I a hundred percent agree. You are doing it that way. We're doing it this way, and we feel like we're still so close with OVW that it's ridiculous. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So let's talk about some of your trainers. You you picked OVW to start with, right? Or do I have my notes wrong? Well, for the most part, I, I started, somewhat started in Minnesota back when I was a teenager. Um, I started training with a, with a small promotion back in Minnesota. I learned how to bump, and I even had a couple matches um, back then, but I didn't necessarily understand wrestling altogether. I didn't understand the psychology of it, you know, the when and why. And then, you know, as I start to get older, you know, when you turn 18, you know, you graduate school, you have to get a real job and things of that nature. (laughs) Um, I finally ended up moving here. And sometime after being here in Kentucky, I I finally got the opportunity to go to OVW. And from there, it was just the rest is history. Um, So, yeah, really, my knowledge of what I know now, even compared to what I know a few months ago, a year ago, and then there's 10 years ago, is it's just exponentially larger. <laughs> and you're actually one that's worked with uh, Danny Davis, Rip Roger, and now Rip Rogers, and now Al Snow. So you've kind of had the, the whole crossover from Danny's OVW to now Al's mega OVW where he's taking it. Uh, let's talk a little bit about that and how once you got started under Danny's tutelage, how, how is it different? Now, so I didn't, uh, I didn't get the opportunity to train under, under Danny. I came in a little bit after that, but um, I did have the opportunity of training under Matt Capitelli, which honestly training on a, under him was an honor. Um, I love Matt. We all love Love Matt, and it was it was great to be able to learn so much from him, not just as far as being a wrestler, but being a person, because Matt was just, just the best person ever. Um, I got lucky being able to go into Rip Rogers' class, though, because I was only a few weeks in to Matt Capitelli's class when someone encouraged me to start getting the extra training and asking Rip Rogers if I could step into his class, and I did, and once again, the rest is history. <laughs> And now, uh, let me let me stop right there. Uh, for what I know, 
and talking to many fans and other people on the roster at OVW, uh, I never met Matt, but his heart was as big as, you know, the world. He, he would do anything for anyone trying to make it better for themselves, correct? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, he would, he believed in everybody. You know, no matter, no matter who you are, no matter where you're from, um, whether you can be the most athletic or unathletic person in the world, and that's not taking anything away from anybody, but, you know, he believed in everybody. You know, he believed in everything that you could do. And now, Al Snow, as I got to sit in one of uh, your training classes or practices, whatever we want to call it, uh, fourth wall, um, I, I enjoyed more that night when he actually stopped and you guys were just listening to him for about 10, 15 minutes. Um, I, I love the bumps. I love the bruises. I, I love all that. But when he was just staying stuff, and I'm like, man, I'm taking something out of this if these guys don't tonight. Because the wealth of knowledge that Al has is unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And being like, <laughs> I will tell you what. I feel like ever since Al came in, you know, that's another thing, you know, I've, I've made more strides than ever. And he breaks stuff down so, like, so well. It's unbelievable. And when you start to process it, you know, you start to get those, those like, I'm telling you, oh, 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 that's why, you know, you should or shouldn't do this. And, you know, that's why you have to make this mean more than that and vice versa, <laughs> you know. It's it's just the way he breaks things down. It 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 it's incredible. I I won't name other names that were in that class that night, but I know five to six of you had that oh look on your face three or four times that night. I'm telling you that night when we were in Kentucky, that was one of the nights that I would put you know on the top of anything wrestling I have done. Just sitting in that class because just seeing you guys, the oh looks are what I'm talking about. It was amazing. Oh yeah, oh yeah, most definitely. And like you said, it's just there's there's just so much more. Is like I've learned so much from Al in the past uh, in the past year since, or it's been a little bit over a year actually since he's since he's been over OVW. But I know that for a fact that we haven't even began to scratch the surface. That is the greatest statement I've heard uh, from anybody I've talked to in OVW. You're right. Have it be you guys training. Have it you be uh, matches. Have it be the combine that we'll talk about in the school here in a minute. But, yeah, Al's making OVW uh, a force to reckon with, don't you think? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, like I said, it's it's going to be something incredible, and – Especially with the combine and becoming a trade school, uh, it's it's something we've just we've been making so much history, and it feels great to be a part of that kind of history. So now we're, let's talk about who KTD is. I'll give you my uh, my splits. This is who I saw after watching you on YouTube for a while, and then coming down to Louisville, Kentucky, and uh. I see you as a Jay Lethal, Daniel Bryan type of guy. That's who I have pictured in my head. Um, now, you tell me who you are, if I'm anywhere close. Honestly, 
who I am really, um, I'm a bit of a striker, you know, for the most part. Um, I've been trying to really be my own person out there in that ring, whether it be charisma wise or just how I, how I move out there in the ring. Um, cause I come, I come from an, from an MMA background. I don't know. I don't know if, uh, I told you that when we first talked. No, that's but, uh, news. Yeah, no, so, so, uh, when I got here, I still couldn't afford to go to OVW, uh, to train and whatnot, but I could afford to train in mixed martial arts. And so I started doing mixed martial arts, which was great because it got me in a very good athletic shape, you know, it made me mentally strong and it means I can take a good punch and punch just as hard. <laughs> um, so coming from that background and making that transition, it's not anything that's easy, but, um, incorporating that style in the ring, that's something that, that I really have been trying to do more and more. Um, uh, and just kind of stand out using that right there. <laughs> so I should compare you to Brock Lesnar now. Not exactly. Brock Lesnar, as much, as much as, uh, as I love myself, Brock Lesnar is, is he's on a whole nother level than he, when it comes to being that kind of a force. <laughs> a mini Brock Lesnar then, we'll just say that. I'll take that. <laughs> so tell everyone out there listening right now, because we just been calling you KTD, KTD, and I will call you KTD the rest of forever. But uh, tell everybody what KTD stands for. That is actually uh, my initials for my full name. Uh, my name is Cardaniel Terrence Dunn. Simple as that, folks. You thought it was maybe a missile. Yeah. You thought it was maybe some hidden message. It's his name, guys. It's legit his name, but KTD just got a ring to it. Well, uh, Daniel Daniel Spencer says that uh, that it should stand for "kick that dude," so I think I might change it to that. <laughs> yes, Daniel Spencer makes it on Can Crushers again. Nice. <laughs> Uh, we have buried him the last couple of weeks. I don't know if you've been listening, but we have just been on his business. He's just, oh man, see now I gotta I gotta go back and see what you guys have been talking about. I love Daniel. I love him, but he's just screwed up a few matches here and there. That's all. Uh, well, you know, uh, sometimes things happen. Right. All right. So recently you competed in the combine. Okay. So you're on the OVW roster. You're, you know, rising week after week after week. Why do the combine if you're already on the roster? For me, uh, it's, well, there's it actually a few different reasons why I did it. Um, partly was to see, you know, what I need to improve on, what I can work on myself, um, whether it be in the gym or in the ring. Um, the other part was out of respect for the fact that that Al Snow and and Chad and their business partners would be willing to do something like that for us, would be willing to invest that kind of money um, <clears throat> into not just OVW, but each of us. As uh, as wrestlers, you know, as roster members, um, so you know, if if, if we don't want to do it, you know, on the roster, then how are we gonna how are we gonna encourage more people? And that's not like that's not knocking anybody that didn't take part in the combine. Um, it's just a matter of you know, if we if we don't want to do it, then how can we sit here and uh, encourage other people to come and take part in the combine and. You know, another part of it was about making history. Once again, this was the very first 
professional wrestling combine in the history of wrestling. Uh, like, legit. And the, the, the things that, the technology, some of the technology we use was uh, unparalleled, you know? And that shows how serious that we are taking this, how serious we're taking uh, OVW and the trade school that we're opening up. You know, we it shows that we are opening the doors to anybody who wants to come through. You don't have to be a wrestler. Um, you can, if you want to, you know, learn production, things of that nature, that it shows that, you know, we're opening our doors. So it wasn't just, like I said, it wasn't just about competing in the combine just so you don't. It's just, it's about making history. It's about showing respect, you know, to those who have paved the way and have made it so we can even have a combine. And I can't wait to do it next year again. Yeah, uh, I'm excited year after year knowing this could be a trek down to Kentucky. Uh, if other things don't pan out, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, the combine just meeting people and that day let's rewind to that day a little bit you know you have 75 people coming in 60 of them you don't know but by the end of the night you guys are one giant family rooting on each other oh yeah and that was that was probably the best part of it is getting to know so many people uh meeting people that are just as passionate about about the sport as I am, so that's 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 the that's what makes it awesome. You know, it's you testing your metal, you know, testing your metal against other people and learning from each other as well. So, how do you think we talked a little bit after me and you? Um, how do you think you did overall? Uh, because the day everybody looked drained, and how have you changed what you've been doing since the combine, eating, training, whatever? Um, I personally, I felt like I did really good. Um, I was very nervous about the combine. It was supposed to be fun. It was a lot of fun, but I was very nervous at the same time, you know, cause I did, I, I do want the scholarship. I can't say I did cause I don't know the results yet, <laughs> but, uh, that's something that, that I really do want. Um, as far as, uh, what I've changed, I, I feel I've worked on a lot more strength training, um, you know, as far as uh, whether it be on the bench or a squat, you know, and if not that, then endurance. I've changed my diet around a little bit. Um, I actually cut out soda uh, recently, and so I've, it's been about a month, and really should have I really should have done it a lot a long time ago. But I've actually cut out soda, and uh, I've actually feel really good. I, I was gonna say that's probably the first step in a hard step for anybody. Uh, we made that oh, myself made that. Um about six months ago where I just stopped cold turkey on the, on, we call it pop up here in the, uh, yeah. <laughs> in the Northern part of the world. We cut out the pop and I've dropped some weight, but it, it just makes you feel better. It's all the sugar and caffeine oh, yeah. running through you. Definitely. And I, I love it. And even, even recently when I thought, well, maybe I could just have one can of pop or soda, so to speak. Um, I've just been like, Ugh, I really like this feeling that I have now. It's a lot of sugar and whatnot. I'll drink uh I'll drink the Zevias, what's supposed to be the healthy soda. Right. Um, which are really good. Um those are those are very delicious. And then um I'll like so I'll drink Gatorade and water <laughs> and then uh BCAAs on the mix that in so it's it's fruit flavored. <laughs> Nice, nice. Uh, before we get to talking about a couple of your matches that I want to bring up, 
Um, what else does KTD do on the on the side? Are you a big video game guy? Do you uh, make it to some Louisville bats games or you know baseball? What's up? In all honesty, <laughs> um, if I'm not at a show or training, <laughs> I'm I'm usually I'm usually either in the gym or um, or with family and friends. You know, so I really I, I don't. I really don't have the opportunity to play a lot of video games. Uh, I love video games, but I don't, have, I don't have the opportunity to play a lot of video games or watch a lot of TV. Um, I'm a comic book nerd, though, so that, that's saying something. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Everybody's got their thing. Everybody's got their thing. And that's probably the best answer I want to hear from a professional wrestler is that you're not floating around <laughs> playing WWE 2K19 or MLB The Show or anything, that you're training. That's the best thing. I think uh, I think the next time I play WWE 2K, it'll be when my character is actually on there. <laughs> nice, strong, <laughs> strong passion for the man. All right, so you brought up uh, Fort Knox, but I want to rewind a little bit farther because you guys are now partnered with Impact Wrestling, and a couple months ago, you can find it on the OVW Wrestling Network for only four ninety nine a month. Um, there was Clash in the Bluegrass. And it was a co-op with Impact. And you had a match against William Lutz. Uh, how big is that knowing that you have Scott Demore and all Impact watching you? Once again, it's it's like the combine, nerve-wracking, but exciting and fun. Because I know, um, I know that what we do out here in the ring, it's not in vain. Uh, we have the eyes on us. And people that want us to succeed and people that want us to, to excel and get better so they can, so they can use, so, so that, so they can bring us up and then we can be featured on impact and things of that nature. It's already, it's already began to happen um, with, uh, with various people on the roster as well. Yeah, it has. Uh, we've said Callie has been on there, a couple other ones. So uh, yeah, they're, they're making the trek. And that's awesome. That just says so much for OVW partnering with a big brand like that. Uh, Fort Knox show. Besides the show itself, how amazing is it to be in Fort Knox with all those soldiers? It was an honor. Um, actually, because and it was, that was actually a very, very special show, special show to me because you know, back when, well, they still do it, but when WWE would go overseas and they would do tribute to the troops and I would watch it and I'd be like, wow, I would really love to do a tribute to the troops show, you know, whenever, whenever I get my chance to wrestle and things like that, you know, I want to, I want to, I want to do tribute to the troops. And now here we are, uh, once again, 10 years later, <laughs> uh, I'm in OVW, lots been happening. And then, we have our tribute to the troop show at Fort Knox, you know, and it, it, it's, it was surreal. Like it was absolutely incredible just being there and having so like, it was just, the crowd was amazing. That echoing of, of the oohs and the ahs and the ohs. It was, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Yeah. The crowd looked hot, uh, hotter than hell watching it because they were into it. It was they let down their guard, so to speak, for the night, and you guys just brought them home to a place where they were comfortable and 
it was heartwarming. That that's probably the best word I can use. Watching it up in Pennsylvania, not being in Kentucky with you guys, it was heartwarming seeing what OVW was doing for Fort Knox. Yes, yeah, that is a very per- that's the perfect word for for it. So now let's get on to some of the OVW stuff that you are doing. Uh, KTD type of a loner, correct? I mean, you, you're not intermingled with uh, Mr. Marvelous or Big Zoe, or but why why so lonely, so to speak? I mean, you know, um, it's really a matter of you know, it's kind of why am I so lonely? I. <laughs> That's actually a really good question. I don't know. I was in the tag team with Sam uh, a couple years ago, and then uh, we split off and started doing our own thing. But I really kind of just like being able to experiment, you know, and try new things in the ring without a lot of uh, restrictions and boundaries. Um, And tag team wrestling, it's great. It's awesome. But you have to be on the same page with a lot of people at the same time. And, uh, you know, when you're out there, you know, and it's just you and – your opponent from across the ring with you, you know, it was, you know, it's just, all right, let's make this magic happen. You know, just me and you. Um, and I was actually, uh, I was actually in a tag team with Zoe. Um, I think it was a little bit over a year ago, year and a half ago. No, but about a little bit over a year ago, he and I were in a tag team and then we split off and had a street fight together in E-Town. I remember that. I remember that. Uh, just leading you into some ways, wondering if it would ever happen again. Uh, because King's Ransom always looking for, you know, challenges. I figured, you know, you and Big Zoe would make a great team. Even get you and Sam back. Uh, just something. My main reason why I asked you this is because the TV gauntlet as well. Because you're always getting the shaft. And this is where we need to talk to Dean Hill, Al Snow, Chad Miller, anybody. You come out one or two. You never get the great pick at the end. And that's what I'm getting uh, kind of pissed off about. KTD's not getting the love. Well, you know, it just, uh, when it comes to things like that, it just means you got to make me work harder. You know, it makes me, makes me want to hit harder, makes you want to run faster, makes you want to put more weight on the bar at the gym, you know, and get stronger and better, um, things like that, you know, it's just, that's, that's really what it, what it does to me. So it's not so much as a lack of love. It's just a lack of, you know, this is what, for me, it's what I have to and want to improve on, you know, and who wants, who wants the number four spot anyway? That's the number four or five spot. And that's not a challenge. <laughs> All right, all right. Great businessman, great businessman. Uh, I, I love you for that. Nobody has baited, nobody has fell for the bait of throwing Al or Chad under the bus yet, so uh, I'll keep trying. <laughs> hey, I just I just work there, man. I just work there, you know. It's, I'm just an athlete there. <laughs> so you've been in the business a while. Um, would you tell the kid – that, you know, you meet at McDonald's and says, hey, KTD, I really want to get into, first of all, you shouldn't be at McDonald's, KTD, but nonetheless, <laughs> um, hey, man, I really want to get into wrestling. Can you give me some advice? What's the first thing you tell everybody? Finish school and have, have something to fall back on. Even with us having a trade school, have something to fall back on. 
That's that's great advice across the board for any profession, minus wrestling or garbage man or anything. That's I completely agree wholeheartedly. You need that education anymore to get anywhere. Oh yes. Okay. Uh, a couple more questions, and then uh, I know you're a busy, man. So let's do my favorite question of any podcast. You're booking your dream match. You against who? Okay. What's the stipulation, and where is it at? Oh, my dream match. You know, um, I actually got asked this question uh, last year, and my dream match is actually, believe it or not, against my case. At OVW right now, um, my case is just one person that I haven't had the opportunity to step in the ring with, but I would love to, to have that, that, that one Big match with my case at hopefully OVW 1100. <laughs> 1100. That's that's actually right around the corner if, if you think about it. It's not that far away. So uh, get the cracking. That's great. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, yeah, my case is just uh, he's he's a big inspiration to me. Um, hands down, he's one of those that that's always given me very, very, very good advice. You know, not that I don't get good advice from anybody else in the locker room, but Mike Hayes is one of those people. He will take you to the side and he'll he'll talk to you for about fifteen to twenty minutes, just like filling you with knowledge. Um, and there's, like I said, it's it's amazing because he's been doing this for so long, and it's like so just seeing what he's accomplished and overcame. It's inspirational, and it makes me want to step in the ring with him so much more. And I've actually. I've had the opportunity to train with him um, before too, you know, and just grappled with him. And he's he's so strong, and it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, you can see the strength in his in his upper body. No disrespect or anything, but you can see the strength in his upper body that he looks like he wrestles bears at night just for fun. I think he does. If I'm not mistaken, I believe he does. <laughs> All right, KTD, I'm going to let you out of here, but you have to tell everybody where they can follow you on all those social media and what else you have going on. Uh, you going out and about doing something besides OVW? Um, well, right now our schedule at OVW has been so busy. Um, I, I rarely have an open weekend now. So then when I do have an open weekend, um, with the family, so <laughs> over at the gym, but, um, as far as my social media goes, ladies and gentlemen, you can all follow me on Instagram at K D T Dunn. So it's K D then T Dunn. <laughs> and then I'll touch my Instagram and, and Twitter. And then for my Facebook, it's Dunn Never Done. So D U N N Never D O N E. Nothing like confusing the hell out of them, KTD. That's right. You'll have to play it back a couple times, I believe. But, you know, eventually they'll come across me. <laughs> hey, if they keep playing it back, that's more listens for us. That's more coin in our pocket. Great. You should have made it. Right. Good. Good. I'm glad. I hope, I hope they play it back as many times as possible. Nice. KTD, I will see you in the beginning of August when I come down once again to cover the OVW draft. So uh, I thank you for spending some time on the show with us. Thank you for having me. You know, I've been looking forward to doing this for a very long time, um, and hopefully we get to do this again soon. For sure, without a doubt, buddy.
Yes, sir. Well, thank you. What a classy guy. Uh, I, I always try to get the young guys to throw Al or Chad or somebody else under the bus, but they don't. They love this business. They are passionate about professional wrestling. You can hear it in his voice, everything that he says. And when we talked about the Combine, you know that he put all of his heart, everything that he had, into the Combine that day. And to hear those results that he gave us is unbelievable. Guys, again, KTD's one. Um, when we go back down to Kentucky, uh, we'll reach out to him, and you know, during the draft, we'll talk some more. We'll, we'll get into some of his matches that he's recently done, or or anything, because this is somebody we need to follow. This is really somebody we need to follow along for that ride. Uh, when I was talking about being in his training classes, his, you know, um, just to see him, you know, the the eyes focused on Al. When, when Al was talking, and uh, it, it's just a huge family. It really is. OVW is a huge family that they just keep pushing each other more and more and more. And the the nickname Livewire is right there because he is kind of like a spark plug, uh, a Livewire for that roster. He just, he wants everyone to excel as he's climbing that ladder too. So uh, I want to thank KTD for coming on the show. Um, it'll be soon. It, it'll be real soon again that we talk to KTD. We have more set up in the hopper for the next couple weeks. So who knows where it's going to go. Guys, if you know anybody that you would like to hear come on Can Crushers. You know, send them my way or send me their way. Just uh, get us in contact. Uh, we'll, we'll talk. We'll chat. Uh, I'm not afraid to ask questions. I'll, I'll ask anything. I really will. I love this. I really do. Thanks to Al Snow and Chad Miller for always making these possible. You've opened the doors up for Can Crushers to walk right in, grab people, and say, hey, come on the show and tell the world about your experience. Uh, one, in OVW, two, in professional wrestling, and then just your life experience. So, guys, these are great. Uh, as I always say, I love doing the Wednesday show. I really do. But just diving in, getting to know the talent, um, the wrestlers, this is, I'm a mark. My mom aptly named me. I'm a mark for professional wrestling. I love it. So thanks to everyone involved. And guys, lots of wrestling this weekend. Stay tuned. Uh, myself and the Rated X superstar, Pat Lapino, will be in Baltimore. We have soup in Pittsburgh. We have a couple other guys watching pay-per-views, so be prepared for a hell of a long show on Wednesday. Until then, remember, just because you're trash doesn't mean you can't do great things. It's called a garbage can, not a garbage cannot. See ya. See ya.